You guys ready? All right, all right. Let me see if I'm hitting the right button here. Ricky, your head's just a shot. Don't even swear. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the Bomb Squad. Oh. <laughs> Hit the wrong head, of course. And it is me, Mikey P. We are back. We are live. We are... It, my microphone fucked up. All right. That's better. All right. So we are back. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon. A little bit of overcast here in OB. Uh, we got the Bomb Squad over here, plus one. I, I, I forgot your name, homie. I was a Nico, Nico. Sorry, brother. Uh, anyways, I'm going to do like a quick little, I'm going to read off some dates, and then uh, we'll bring these guys on. I, no one wants to hear from me for too long. So, Skanks Roots Project, June 9th, Winston's, it's a Friday. I totally missed a lot of dates, but who gives a shit? Um... Let's see. Cal Roots, if you guys want to get your Cali Roots tickets, you can hit up any member of Skanks Roots Project and get those. That's the weekend of May 20... Fuck, dude. May 26th through the 29th, or whatever Memorial Day weekend is. So that's the weekend. Uh, you can get tickets through us at a discounted rate, or you can just buy them on, I don't know, Ticketmaster? Is that where people get tickets now? Do they still get tickets through Ticketmaster? Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then, let's see. Go to rainamystique.com and check out the new website. Sign up for the Patreon and check out what's going on this summer in our summer tour. And I think that's it. Oh, yeah. I played... Did I, was that last night? I don't know. I've been so fucking busy this weekend, I don't even know what's going on. Who cares? Let's just bring on the Palm Squad. Oh, god damn, I hit the wrong one. But let's see. I'm a scat man. That's not it either. Alright, here we go. You might want this one. It might be because you're skinnier. Nico, you can yeah, you can come up, yeah, come here. Hey, Nico, if you want to jump in, I got you. Okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh my god, I'm sorry guys, I am completely disheveled. It's been an insane weekend, so I've just been scrambling. Thank you, I need that. Uh, I've been scrambling from everything. Have you guys ever been in that position where you're like just scrambling from one task to another, like or like from one gig to another, trying to get your shit together and... Oh my god, it's just ridiculous. If you guys want to adjust your microphones right up to your mouth, and then we'll go around and introduce each other, Word. or yourselves, and then we can start here with Nico. Go ahead, introduce yourself, buddy. My name's Nico. I'm not in the band, but pure homie for life of the band. Moral support. <laughs> nice. Go ahead, brother. Yo, what's up? Uh, my name is uh, Tonga Ross Mao. Uh, play bass, keys, and organ slash clavinet slash whatever has buttons life and life and yes. life <laughs> yo ahead, i'm yeah. tim i play the skins nice for those who don't know what skins are they're <laughs> drums 
Thank you, thank you. Good, bud. My name is Ricky G, and I play guitar. Oops. There you go. There we go. go. Yeah. That good? All right. Awesome. So you guys are the bomb squad. Hit the bomb. Yeah. Woo! I like Turn that. The bomb on. Thank you, Flex. You, know, you can always appreciate Flex, right? Yeah, it's just uh, mm-hmm. doing thing. Dude, Tim, do, what's up? You play in like a ton of bands, right? Like sometimes. Do you play in a band called Boostive? What is that? Boostive? Nah. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay, never mind. Well, doesn't matter. So, tell me about Bomb Squad. How'd you guys sort of get that together? Anybody? I think uh, initially it was me and Ricky talking like, what was it, two, three years ago? Three years ago. It was a while. When we first met, uh, we kind of vibed on uh, this band called Soul Live. We were yeah. talking about our mutual love for Soul Live, another organ trio from years ago. I mean, they're still playing and whatnot, but they got a lot of other stuff going on right they've, they've expanded into like a, a oh. whole thing. they have a yeah. whole like family kind of exactly. deal it's, it's like yeah they got lettuce like, is a part of that yeah members. you're talking to the there's mic members. there's members here man let's adjust this for you bud i don't i hate to see you stretching your neck out <laughs> i don't want you to hurt yourself the, the just an interview, man. there you go there you go you're good you're good <laughs> so go ahead man keep going so we were talking about maybe forming a group and uh, just playing that those songs to start out with, and so um, at that time Ricky was playing it uh, with the Earful, which, uh, which is a local um, funk band yeah. that I actually used to play bass for um, about a year before they um, him and Tim played. Okay. And then uh, Ricky suggested getting Tim on it, and I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so that was the uh, the first time we kind of got together was just play over some of those tunes just to have some fun yeah organ trio style so but from there we uh yeah, developed some chemistry and we're like all right let's write some new tunes well you guys like what i've noticed a lot is like you got like odd timing odd meters sometimes a lot of just crazy hits and stuff like that what's what's the inspiration behind that kind of movements you know the funny thing if if we want to be technical about it is Currently, that I'm aware of, we don't have any uh, songs that are actually in odd meters, <laughs> so it's actually all in four four. But oh, it's four four. But when this guy, but see, Tim's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> when, when he starts fucking with the time, you know, that's when it seems like there's craziness going on because his his whole approach is really cool. He'll just accent parts of the beat that you're not used to being okay. accented. So. Okay. So now the E, like a 16th note, feels like the new one. And then he, he'll come back on the one, and I'll be a 16th note off. And then <laughs> go home and cry about it. No! <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> That's where I come in. <laughs> Do you play anything, Nico? I, I play a little guitar and sing. Oh, yeah. tell you. Right on. So so you so there's not odd meters, but you guys got just like crazy timing. Because I remember there was a song that was like, bah, 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 you well, know, he's like, probably talking about uh, what's that song? Tonic, tonic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tonic. It's a, there's a solo section. It yeah, like a, a it gets drum, pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pushed. And yeah, just kind of like a drum solo section where I just you just go play nuts. whatever I want. Dude, yeah, you play? Do you play <clears throat> up in L.A.? I mean, I'm, 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 what, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of play all over. Who are some of the bands that you played with, or some of the artists you back? I know, I'm, I'm sure a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but uh, 
man, over the years, uh, you probably see me play with uh, Adrian Tarasas. Yes, I have. Yeah. That's okay. we play in LA quite. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, he has a project called um, like not transfer. Yeah, transient. Transient. Yeah. So. You you play in transient. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I've talked to him. He was in here for a little bit. Yeah, man. Talking about watching him. Right. I took a bunch of mushrooms and went and saw the Mars Volta. Oh shit! Oh, and, fucking... and then he ruined me for like a week or so <laughs> with his fucking <laughs> with his plane. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you had him in here. Yeah, that well, which was also because I was because yeah. I confronted him and held him responsible. No, I no, I was just it's it, intervention. It's, it's you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm still not right from that. You ruined me. I still, my eyes still crooked from that shit. So. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of a cool story, man. Um, so Adrian Adrian, um, Adrian used to play in the Earful when Tim and I were in it, also, yeah. um, and. I first actually heard. Well, I I had heard of the the Mars Volta, but the first time I had, was actually really checking out their music was through Nico. Yeah, because Nico was a big Mars Volta fan, like when we were younger, and kind of coming up. And then he would like show me their albums and stuff. And sure enough, and then you end up playing with the guy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny how life works sometimes. Yeah, totally, man. That. That um, I mean, like their first, like first major album was like, loud, yeah. S- yeah, it was like seminal for mm-hmm. me, like just, mm-hmm. just in the way that you could compose music. It was like sort of like uh, I don't know, like it was a time when I was sort of like discovering bitches brew too. So it was all kind of in this crazy mm-hmm. prog, sort totally. of. You could totally relate those. Yeah. Nutty, you know, like it just, but like just uh, expanding what you could do with music and like it doesn't have to be this you know blocked off plastic thing that mostly is on the radio but you know but like there's some good pop stuff but it's uh, place. what what are some of like seminal artists for you guys Ooh, like just man. that sort of like changed everything the way you see i mean it could just be even like a drummer who like like you're like what the fuck you can do that there's too many. Okay, I, I I know that's like such a <laughs> shitty question. It's such a broad there's, like. You know what? There's so much music in the world. There's so many killing musicians. It's just hard to choose. Like, I'm inspired by not everybody, but pretty much everybody. And <laughs> yeah, and just, then just pinpoint some shit. It's like yeah, who, who's it's your favorite like, artist ever? What's your favorite? No, right, what's your I can, I can once, answer that. Once, oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I got a few. Names. <laughs> oh, it's okay. just like once once I name somebody. I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. Oh, so this is like, like an award show, son. This is like, <laughs> right, right. This is like a podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out my my sheet, my notes. He has a speech ready. Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, as long dude. as you thank your mom, you're good. Right. Yeah. I, I just gotta say, man, my favorite artist of all time ever is Jimi Hendrix. Okay. All, yeah. All time favorite musician. Shit. I don't know if that'll ever change, but I feel like. He just had such a huge impact on the music that was happening at the time he came out. You know, it was like just when the drug thing was kind of popping off and the hippie movement. And he just kind of took (coughs) the blues and R&B and and took it to a total different place. Yeah, And there's every time it's like I go through these phases and it's usually I mean, now that I'm older and I listen to a lot more music, um, than just kind of the classic rock that I grew up on. 
I'll go through phases. It generally happens once a year where I'll get really back into Hendrix again and I'll take something different away from it. Like the most recent revelations I had last year were just about his, his lyricism, you know, um, his playing. No, actually like his, his lyric writing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. But also, but (laughs) also his lyricism in, in his playing, especially when in, in like a studio environment on a song like purple haze, you know, if we're going to talk about guitar solos, that are just super melodic, you know? Mm. Right, um, like totally goes outside the spectrum of just bl- the blues scale yeah, and, and stuff. It sort of pushes the boundaries of what blues and is sort of right, because, defined, redefining. Right, because people, I feel like some people listen to Hendrix and will just kind of try to put him in a box, but you listen to a lot of the guitar solos on his albums on the tunes that are not, blues tunes you know that that are kind of more pop rock oriented and there are bluesy elements but it's not a blues solo at right, all it's, right. a, it's a melody you right. know it's a hendrix solo yeah exactly <laughs> but then yeah. he can get i mean like on, on the band of gypsies stuff you know yeah. from a soloing standpoint that's all blues mm. and i just recently discovered uh through my roommate a, a great trombone player in town uh willie fleming that's going to be playing with us on our next show actually on april 14th <laughs> yeah, willie. that was really loud so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's really fucking loud. Yeah, no, just things. hit it again bro hit it again <laughs> there you go man a little crescendo man, you know <laughs> i like it you know but yeah man there's this there's this uh there's this new uh well not new but uh a band of gypsies uh, album. It's called "Live at the Fillmore East," and it's like the it's like the whole show or the all the recordings from the two shows. I think that the band of gypsies did from on the New, New Year's. Years. Oh. Yeah, it's all the stuff they didn't put out. Exactly, exactly. Because the record only takes like forty five minutes, right? Forty five minutes of time, and they probably were playing like three hours, right? So they do it differently. Yeah, all the. All oh, the guitar nice. players know the the machine gun, oh, you know, right? And that that's like an anthem thing. But this one from the Fillmore East is like totally different, man. He goes into some flamenco shit, like goes kind of pretty out for him, and it just comes out of nowhere, and you're just like. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. You were on some shit. Right. So. <laughs> he probably was. On some he was shit. literally on some shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, that, it's totally different. That whole that whole Hendrix thing and him burning out so young and like controversy behind it and shit. Is like, do, do do you believe the conspiracy, like the record label or his girlfriend and shit, mm. or do you think he just overdid it and well, died? One thing that I'm I sorry, I don't mean to laugh, Jimmy. Sorry, <laughs> love you, Jimmy. Looking what? at him right now. One thing I do is uh, Jimmy looking over us, keeping us safe. (coughs) One thing I do think is that I had this conversation once with a classical guitar teacher that I was taking lessons from uh, named Robert Wetzel. He's a great classical guitarist in town. And we were talking about it because he was around when all that stuff was like he would go and see Led Zeppelin and stuff and Clapton and Stevie Ray Vaughan and all that. But he was saying like. At the time that Hendrix was touring, he was like the biggest paid live act 
Really? Yeah. Henry Yeah, that's what he's. I don't have anything to back that up, but that's what, <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> hey, that's, you know what? That's We're what, going with it. That's yeah, what he said. That, Fuck it. That's what my teacher told me. But <laughs> I don't have anything to back that up. But. As a result, you know, fake news. They they were having him do like show after show after show and fly, you know, doing fly dates. Yeah. And when you're touring that constantly and you're somebody like him like an artist that big yeah it's like they're running into you they're running you into the ground because mm. you're a cash cow for them yeah totally so that's what i think happened you know i mean he they say it was sleeping pills right and he choked on his vomit yeah. so he was right. trying to get some rest right it's like fuck i gotta fly out tomorrow <laughs> this, is, this is nuts i'm all high on cocaine and shit <laughs> yeah it's like fuck i'm gonna get to sleep yeah, so I that's mean, what I believe. I don't know. All right, well, that that's fair because I mean, conspiracy <clears throat> theories are fun, but what's yeah. the whole conspiracy? I, I I've never. Even no, heard there's it. like a conspiracy, like what his manager. He was gonna leave his manager, so uh, him and his. Okay. And I'm totally butchering this. I know this is wrong, so just you know whatever. I'm going with it. Google it. Okay. Um, there's a. There's they say that like his man he was gonna leave a manager or his manager was ripping him off and he was gonna leave them and so he like. There was like some kind of um, collusion with his girlfriend or some mm. shit, and then she gave him too many drugs. It, mm. There's there's just some some stories. Yeah, yeah. You should look it up. It's it's yeah, actually pretty interesting. I mean, like they make some compelling arguments that yeah. I can't remember and I can't even tell you. So <laughs> great. <laughs> so there <laughs> you go. <laughs> we have hit a fucking brick wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so like um, going back to the earful. Fucking, what happened to that band? Like that, that band was amazing. It's like, fucking, it just sort of disbanded, or is dude uh, still you know going, what? or what? What's going on? <clears throat> I think we kind of got burnt out after touring, you know, for a little while. Yeah, you guys and, were doing a, a lot yeah, of. Yeah, we're on like, the road for you know quite some time, and uh, I think I don't know, it just kind of got a little overwhelming. Yeah, and then. Um, we kind of cut down the band. Oh, yeah. And we did a tour like that. And then we cut down the band again. <laughs> and I wasn't a part of it. Oh, okay. And I think we did a show. Like, we did, like, some kind of reunion show. <laughs> he like did air last, quotes. Yeah, like, <laughs> like last year. And it was super dope. But um, I don't know, man. I think we'll... It's just circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just life. You it's, know? It's, yeah. it's funny. I, I was just Big talking... Band. I was just talking to the former bass player Omar Lopez uh, about this. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? You probably had Omar on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a long time ago. He's the homie. But somebody was asking us about that, and uh, I was just saying, like, with that that band was a, a lot of guys um, that play a lot. You know, that are really busy around town and up in LA and stuff. Right. And. To try to get an eight-piece band of working musicians to try to find a time where everyone is free, yeah, you know, is really difficult. This so is true. I, it's a tough yeah, band to run. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's totally, man. Yeah. That's actually part of the reason we start do a trio. Oh, it's way the, squad. the fuck easier to get yeah. schedules together, right. and it's still hard for us too. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Well, you got you guys are all like like high caliber players like you guys are really talented and um 
that sorry that I made it awkward by complimenting you. Uh, <laughs> but well, we ain't uh, here because we're bad. <laughs> that's Shoot. true. That's bad true. Ass. I don't. I don't just I invite assholes think. in. Um, but uh, no, like like you're saying is when everyone's schedules are going crazy because obviously, yeah, I mean, especially like you're a multi-instrumentalist, so you're probably doing bass gigs, keyboard gigs, and all this other shit. So I'll get a, I actually do a lot of teaching myself. Teach? Nice. Yeah, which is super steady, but the, which is great, but at the same time, in order to retain all of that, you have to be consistent, which means it's like, huh. I can't just dip, oh, I'm out for yeah, a week yeah. for some random thing, like, too often because then people bounce do you do um do you do in person or do you do uh, or online um i have the capability to do online I've done it a few times but mainly in person in person yeah do you, do you prefer in person uh well yeah only because it's it's easier to i mean we got the technology it's it's easier to uh communicate now online like right, right. skype or all that stuff and it works for sure but there's something about you know communicating in the same room. Yeah, totally. Feeling a person out, like what you know their body language and you know. Yeah, just it's the vibes like it's stuff. like trying to jam Bomb Squad like with Ricky in New York, you here, Tim in L.A. Yeah. Like through Skype, like let's do it, let's yeah. do those hits, boys. <laughs> that, that would be that would be that would be crazy. That would. But like I've I've heard that there are bands out there kind of doing that. There I think isn't there like a, a program now that works over the internet where you actually are I know able to do stuff like that. I have. Um, or even I have Pro Tools. I think Pro Tools does that. I you know um, one of my buddies that works for Sony um, that does like sound and um, what one of their sound engineers. Mm. Uh, they were doing some like stuff over the internet with like I don't know some shit like Latvia or some uh, some European like orchestra or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're all communicating and conducting all this shit. I mean, so it's, I yeah, mean, it's possible. 2017. Right, right. Shit. Yeah. We're past Space Odyssey. Right? This is, like, <laughs> this is 2017. Uh, yeah, totally, man. Uh, well, <coughs> the reason why I ask is Raina, my wife, she teaches, she teaches online vocal lessons hmm. And she prefers online lessons because. Do you know why? Uh, yeah, because she likes to just if the house is a mess, she doesn't want to clean it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this this guy Word. just started doing that too. Yeah. yeah. I started in his doing, underwear. Yeah. But but <laughs> but also but also on the other hand, she was saying that like some students like because she works with kids, some kids they they require a person to person environment yeah. because. Right. You know, kids have the fucking attention span yeah. of a fucking gnat. So. That's yeah. why. That's yeah. exactly why I don't teach kids. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I don't, teaching <laughs> kids either, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, have the patience, man. Yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck you, kids. Yeah, I remember. <clears throat> Listen, kids. Uh, you're here you, first. You, <laughs> I do teach children. Just saying. Uh, not, no, I, you know what? I remember a few teen. years back, man. Uh, <laughs> I was teaching this little kid. He was like five years old, man. Yeah. And I suggested to the parents, well, you know, let's do a you know half hour lesson. Yeah. Like, no, no, let's do a full hour. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> yeah. No. Jeez, <laughs> so like, one. for ten minutes we would play drums, and then after that we just go to the park and stuff. I would go. I would go. <laughs> I, would go I would take them to Seven Eleven, get them a Slurpee, and like, just, <laughs> yeah, and then go back, so, <laughs> go so back to my studio, a, and then you know, parents they wanted do, to do the full hour because they wanted a babysitter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ooh, that's see, that's, that's that's so you were actually doing them a favor. <laughs> I guess. Have Whatever. you ever had any kids like just start crying on you? Yep. Yep. Had, oh yeah. I was just like, yeah. 
That was kind of a nice note, yeah, dude. <laughs> Pitch is on point. Note of man. life, yeah. dude. <laughs> I got I got falsetto, but as soon as I try to go in, I write, like my voice is already terrible. It already sounds like a transgender voice, so it's not oh, like shit. it's like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it That's doesn't. Okay. That's okay. It doesn't We're sound accepting. manly, but it doesn't sound like too feminine. But it's just sort of like in between, like you know, maybe post op and on the harm hormone treatment. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's like right in the middle where like you sort of sound like Bruce Jenner going into fucking what's her name? Caitlyn. Caitlyn, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like a younger Caitlyn. Bruce Start calling Jenner. Kate. <laughs> Kate. Just calling Kate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now teaching. Uh, Ricky, you teach. Uh yeah, I teach a little you bit. Teaching your underwear. What I'm hearing. Well, now that it's out in the open, I have to deny, deny, deny. But no, I mean that—that's a joke, right? Because it's the cool thing about online is you were kind of alluding to it. It's like if the house is a mess, right? You know, it's like you can just all you got to do is have the as a guitarist, you just have the frame where your fingers are at on the neck, so they can see what you're doing and you can talk through it, but. Yeah, I mean, as long as they can see your hands, hmm. you kind of get the point across. Right. Um, I do have some students. It's been pretty cool, actually, because um, I haven't take the r- taken the route that Tonga's taken where he has, like, his whole website super hmm. dialed in. Nice. And there's, like, a lessons page, I believe, and just all this information. For what's, me, your, what's your website? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, TongaRossMile.com. T O N G A. Put that in the show notes too. R O S S M A U dot com. I totally spelled that wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look is it up. Please, I'm sorry, Ricky. No, I got a website too. <laughs> yeah, I got a website. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging. Hit the bomb. Turn the bomb on. But but it's super outdated, so don't go on it. Oh Just yeah. Find, okay. Find, find me on Facebook. That's good. Cool. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I got a website, but it's outdated. Yeah, don't, don't. If, if any, if, if any homies want to help me out with getting my website redialed, dude, you don't know about f- what's the force? Not force, four square. Is it Foursquare? or is it Squarespace? Squarespace. Uh, thank you. You don't know about the Squarespace? I mean, I'm just lazy, bro. Yeah, I feel I, you. Yeah. It takes time. But he's on Skype teaching lessons. That's right. Oh yeah, I'm doing the Skype lessons. But what I was gonna say is that. Um, it's been cool because it's been mostly through uh, word of mouth. I mean, I used to teach at schools and stuff, but with the Skype thing and, <coughs> and kind of just lessons on my own, it's been a lot of other like local musicians that play a lot around San Diego mm-hmm. that are working professionals. So for me, like, it's really cool to be able to teach musicians that play music for a living and you know they really, really give a fuck. Hell so yeah. they they really want to learn and they're doing it and it's, I mean that's that's awesome for me. So I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, it's hard to like, it's like it's hard to talk to like a dog-eyed like kid who's just like doesn't practice and they're just sitting there like, just fucking looking at you like a child doll. Exactly. Like nothing home. Just like okay, well I guess we'll just get through this half hour yeah. and so I can. I mean, go poop. It, I I have some students like that, but I feel like. Because I've, I've been teaching for a long time now. And um, I feel like our responsibility as artists, if you're going to teach anybody, mm-hmm. 
is to make sure, well, rule number one, make sure they don't hate music. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hilarious, but at the same time, you hear so many stories like, man, I fucking hated my piano teacher. She had, he or she had me do like all yeah, this yeah. shit and I just hated it. And then they talk about, I wish I kept playing though. You know, yeah. I wish I had a better experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, because people always grow up like... Exactly. They I regret had, all that I shit. I had that same shit. I, I had, when I was a little kid, I started playing guitar when I was like real young. And my dad would, I would take, they would take me to this music shop in this like little tiny room, like about the size of my vocal booth <coughs> here. And maybe even half of that, actually. Mm. And this bitch would just be sitting there chain smoking. Like, oh, just. Okay, no, that's a C. That's a C. <laughs> okay, play the E. Straight robot voice. March, March Simpson sisters. Seriously, like we're in this little box and she just hot boxed me with cigarettes. And this is like the you know the early '90s. No one gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. My parents didn't know that I was getting cancer from her. Oh shit! So shit. not that I have cancer, but you know who knows. <laughs> But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like yeah. that totally turned me off from even caring about music until I was like in my teens, which, you know, I wish I would have stayed on. That's a from, lot of time you right. missed out. Exactly. Yeah. That's from, from that young of an age to then. I mean, I could, I yeah. could be amazing. I mean, and <laughs> you know, it's like our responsibility. Being an artist is about the art, not, you know, like if, if I'm teaching, um, maybe 10% of the people I'm teaching are actually to do something quote unquote legit with their music right. um, or anything but it's the other half of it is like shit we need people to come to gigs and appreciate <laughs> our shit right yeah, yeah. so develop the like start community yeah, yeah. start the community like uh, infusing the community with that love from right. a young age and that appreciation and you know that's that's what we can do yeah totally so In- inspiring like that's the other thing when you're dealing with a dog eye china dell eyes just glazing over just them thinking Sounds about like getting home and beating off or whatever you fucking you gotta like to inspire to inspire them to like actually go forward and uh, you know and and because as musicians and you find that you start getting obsessive over practice and like mm-hmm. when you practice and you're able to accomplish something that you've been working on for like you know years mm. like that just achieving that is what pushes you on to the next stage of mm-hmm. of growth so like to get kids or anyone even adult whatever to fucking to, to, to get to that point is is like that's uh, you know that's part of the goal is just trying to inspire the dog-eyed masturbating yeah. kid you know <laughs> as long as they you know they they fall in love with music my my job is done i i did what i did right you know that's that's my responsibility when someone comes whether i mean i teach kids and adults like my youngest student is probably like 10 maybe 8 my oldest student i've ever had is like 65 oh that's so good. And everything in between, but it's art is about expression, you know, giving them a chance to do, you know, try it out. And, you know, if it's not for them, they could still take their experience with them when they're listening and all that stuff. So that's that's the shit that actually matters because not everybody is an actual, um, is not cut out for the art artistic life right but everybody's got something to express. Exactly. I got to add something to that, man, because you told me recently something that stuck with me when we we were talking about teaching and i was like yeah man like i don't like to really teach people that don't take it seriously or unmotivated Mm -hmm. and you said yeah i get that but everyone needs a mentor 
Yes. You know, so that yes, that really stuck struck with me and kind of made me reconsider my viewpoint on yeah. teaching, and because everybody, you know, regardless where they're at, even if they don't take the music lessons that seriously or they don't practice, they could use your advice on life stuff or, oh, yeah, or just the ear to yeah, listen. Exactly. I, I literally start pretty much most of my lessons and I'll it's like, hey, how's it going? Like. How was your yeah. week? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's your life? You know, what's going down? Right. Like, how are you? I think so. I think that's a, a good sign of like a good teacher because I'll, I'll hear that my, my wife, she teaches up in the house. And so she'll, a lot of her lessons you can hear or I'm cooking. Some of her poor students have to hear me farting or peeing and stuff. So, Ew, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but, um, they, but you hear her. She's like, how are your week? What's going on with your life? And, um, and some of her students are actually are just like, look, I'm not going to practice. I'm just letting you know. I just really like coming here. I really just like being here. I really like just, mm-hmm. you know, just exercising this, you know, my voice, even though it's like, you know, I'm not practicing. And she's like, that's fine. She's mm-hmm. like, we'll just work out the whole time, you know, like yeah. we'll just keep. And even if progress is slow, it's yeah. like, that's fine. Yeah. They're coming back. They're, I mean, they're paying I for I mean, that's, a that's a successful lesson right exactly, there. Exactly. That you just fulfilled something in their life. Right, exactly. You know, they may not take it completely seriously, but they fucking know it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so they, they, a lot of students, uh, I find it hilarious. They, like, I sit down and they're like, I have to admit, I didn't <laughs> Yeah, yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've been freaking about, <laughs> freaking <laughs> out the whole way there, right to your house. They're just Dude, like, I, oh, was, so I was that kid. Yeah, I'm like, uh... <laughs> First of all, you shouldn't say that, you know, right <laughs> off the bat, because number one, I could tell, like, you play one note, I was like, yeah, you didn't practice. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. But <laughs> don't admit it. Just go with it. You know, yeah, it's all good. One note. One note. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> that, nope, didn't, didn't practice all right, that scale. We get it. That's a C. Blow <laughs> 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 yeah. right in their face. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a strange gig, man, TJ. Yeah. It's, I, I really don't find myself fucking really too cut out for it like I, i've had a few students over not the years, a lot of people are man and, and <laughs> i just feel like you know like if it's not my gig it's not my gig you know so why force it and right. just because you know, i need extra money so i'm gonna go ruin this kid's fucking <laughs> right. musical life yeah. <laughs> which i didn't do that at all but like yeah. you know like i i just i i get completely disinterested when a student is disinterested and then i just have a hard way of connecting with that so it's just eh, whatever so it's not for everybody but no but that's fine yeah so what's uh what's like so what kind of gear are you guys using for bomb squad i mean because i i I saw you had a nord right well i got a i got a what nord I just got a a deal with Fisher Price. Yeah, sponsored now. But yeah, Fisher Price. Shout out to Fisher Price. Point and play. We're doing this. Twinkling ivories. Yeah. Oh my God. No, there's actually a funny story with that because he is endorsed by Fisher Price. Shut the fuck up. No, I just I got a. Uh, my old keyboard amp was so struggle <laughs> that these two would sit whenever we'd have rehearsal. And, like it'd be a certain free- frequency where it just rattle like crazy. <laughs> They're like, "The hell is that?" 
It's like, Centaur. oh, that's my that's my new patch. Don't worry about it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, no, no, no. It's just super old. There's some shit wrong with it or whatever. What, so I finally what is got it? That. It was a Centaur <laughs> keyboard PA or some shit. <laughs> oh shit! Which last? I mean, I've been using that for like 15 plus years. Nice. So, Centaur. and it's still works but i had to yeah. upgrade to not for bomb squad yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing with the keyboards because playing shows half the time you know i just go straight into i just di you know just yeah, yeah yeah direct so i don't need the amps but for our rehearsals or whatnot um i just bring in you know a keyboard amp or whatnot but I mean, you you don't like the for me, like I have to have my my amp there, or else like I get freaked out because I don't like I I need something like almost my personal monitor because you never know what situation you're walking yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. Like like if you're playing Winston's, like Kyle's pretty cool. Like oh yeah, usually yeah, yeah. he hooks it up. Yeah, yeah Kyle. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle. Yeah, shout out to Kyle. That's exactly what I wanted. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle. I think his last name is Willneck or Willenek from Chicago. Grab him by the pussy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that one's the one. I met the dude. Hit the bomb. Turn the bomb on. Just... <laughs> bomb, hey, it's bomb squad. It's bomb squad. I have to. Um, but yeah, no. I, I mean, if it's a venue that has a DI or whatever, yeah. I just it's just less gear I have to put no, in my I car. I feel that. You know See, now I feel that. But the whole right trust there. issue. Yeah, I get. It. I mean, trust I try issues. and get... Yes, definitely trust issues. <laughs> I mean, lots sound, of trust issues. Sound guys have the most power. They do. Period. And if let's be real. And like, they're awful. You can be badass and shit, right. but it, all it takes is, you know. They can yeah. just hit the yeah. shit button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't piss off the sound, man. Yeah. Yep. Always be Ever. nice. Try to learn their names. It It's helpful. Oh, it yeah. Really I'm terrible with names. Me too. But <laughs> yeah. I definitely try and make sure I know the sound guy. Right. You introduce yourself. Yeah. Like, be they're, like huh. they're cool. Like, yeah. I'll, I mean, I don't think I've, I've had one or two bad experiences with sound sound guys and not because of their attitude yeah. they just made were bad really bad decisions <laughs> you know with reverb and shit I'm like why would you do like, <laughs> whatever like you know we could roll that 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 kick drum needs more reverb Put it on there. get it on there get it on there wow. i did a clavinet solo on a gig back in college and like in my monitor <coughs> like this was just like an intro to i had an organ trio back in college and i was doing some some shit on the clav where'd you go to college Wheaton College in Norton, Massachusetts. Wheaton? The Lady Lions. Yeah. It used <laughs> no, it used for real, for real. Spelled with a Y. So it used to be an all-girls school Okay. up it, until like maybe like, 15 years before that. So. <laughs> do you think Do you think yes. there was an uproar when they just tried to drop the Lady Lions? Like maybe someone suggested uh, like, maybe we should just be the Lions? And yeah. then, then I don't know. That's like sexist. A, Fuck you. <laughs> Safe space. I mean... I didn't care. I was like, "All right." Yeah, no. I mean, okay, you weren't you weren't you weren't playing on the teams or anything, yeah. right? You were just there for music. Yeah, I mean, I was actually just there for is a small liberal arts college. Okay. The music department is really small, but the professors are great, and okay. because it's, the school is tiny, yeah, I had a lot of one on one time with the the professors, That's so I was able to get what I needed. Right. You know. So, but um, yeah, no, I was playing a this clavinet solo or whatnot and the gig went well and then we got video from you know homie that uh taped it and we listened back and looked at looked at it and i was like the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> and then i talked to the the sound guy the next day because we played again uh, and 
And he was just like, yeah, no, uh, during your clap and dance, so, uh, you know, I thought it would be cool to put uh, all this echo and all this shit. <laughs> and he's talking like, you know, he's like, he did yeah, a great yeah. job or whatnot. I'm like, right. uh, yeah, could you, like, for this gig, just leave it all flat, you like, know, just like, we'll, we'll take care it, of it. Thank I, you, though, you know, yeah. light and everything, but like, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> That's horrible, man. What, what, do you bad. got any, do you got any horror stories with sound, man? <laughs> sound guys? Nah, I'm, no. I'm pretty no. much a sound man's. You know, best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Wet drink. (laughs) You know what? I thought about saying that, but I did not. (laughs) I said it for you. You know what? I'm I'm pretty simple. I don't really bring a lot of drums. I have a pretty simple setup. Do you keep it like mostly like a trap or or one Uh, tom or something? Quite a trap. I play one up, one down, one tom, uh, one floor tom, snare. You know, of course. Three cymbals and I'm I'm done. I, I recently changed my setup. I'm playing for my like first time. I'm playing a snare. Mm. I turn it on and off depending on what song we're playing. So just kind of you know experimenting. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, you took a tom and you put a snare on it. Is no. that what you said? It's a snare. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm Sorry. just using it. As a <coughs> you tom. take the snare off, so yeah. It's so I'll just turn it off. And okay. Then, okay. Like on certain songs, I'll turn it back on. Oh, okay. But it, I have it tuned low, so right, it's right. like some kind of like. Deep vintagey, yeah, yeah, sounding, yeah. So. Okay, okay, almost like a seventies recording, like yeah, which like is more of a thuddy. Yeah, and, and and when I turn it off, it it has a very cool sound. Oh, that's like it's, it's super short and like percussive, like yeah. nice and straight to the point. So yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I I really dig it when like drummers are out there doing like like fucking Nathan Hubbard. I would like to mm-hmm. point out, you guys know Nathan Hubbard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He always mm-hmm. is like chopping up symbols and stuff and right. doing weird chomping them up, <laughs> chomping. He's eating <laughs> symbols, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, and you know um, Matthew Smith too. Oh, like yeah, I, no, I dig, oh, yeah. I dig you, I, I dig you, I dig you, I, I dig, dig you, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, if you're out there, shout out to Matthew. Matthew, <laughs> love you, Matt. Uh, uh, He's got a new record coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Kamal produced it? I think. Is that not already out? Maybe it's not a real. Is oh yeah, the, yeah. That's that with the, Dana Stevens and um, yeah, Curtis Max on, on it. that. Mac Layton. Mac, yeah. Shout out to the Mac Daddy. Ed Kornhauser. Mac. Ed Kornhauser oh, shuffle. Oh shoot. Ed, Ed Kornhauser, oh. aka Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy. Oh, Ed, Ed was talking about who's gonna wear the mask. And I was like, what are you talking about, bro? And he's like, you'll see. And I, I guess <laughs> yeah, that's see. the mask. So, Ed, <laughs> if you're out there or if you Who knows to who's going to wear the mask? This is for you. I like, that, I like that he forgot why you had to wear the mask. Oh, why? If you lose oh, the games. Oh, oh I didn't. Oh, okay. oh we didn't get there yet. Yeah, we haven't got there. And, you know, I oh, didn't even games pull any games up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so- we gonna no, play Scrabble or something? So, no, it's like it's called "How much does it cost on Craigslist?" Ooh, oh, and God, I'm down with that. But it's not musical that's, instruments. That's like Ooh. the price is it's right. Not. It's not. It's not. I'm still kind of down. Everybody, everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, I got this shit. They're the ones who have to wear the mask because the the rules are shitty. There's no no real winners. It's just only a loser. You don't. <laughs> And so, like, you should put Ed's face on here. Next <laughs> no, no, yo, Ed, Ed, Korn, awesome. hey, Ed Kornhouse's mustache. <laughs> go does on. he have a new, Yeah, is he sporting a mustache? Wait, does he even have a mustache? <laughs> Not anymore. But go on Facebook and look up Ed Kornhouse's mustache. What? There's a page for it, and it is hilarious. It was it was created by a, a 
I can, I won't say who. It wasn't Ed. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it's Ed has a ghost, a ghost writer, but ah! yeah, it's his, his mustache. Let's bring that back. His mustache made the page. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Dude, that's funny. Um, so I'm not being rude, guys. I'm actually looking. I have like yeah, notes yeah, yeah. here, so I'm not trying you do to you, like. Man. Facebook or anything <laughs> once. Yeah, yeah, real interesting, guys. Okay. <laughs> how, many likes, how many likes do I got here? No, it's okay. We're used to Tim looking at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Pure millennial. Dude, dude. These, like, dude, these things are fucking, these things are like little, like, traps, dude. They just, yeah. like, like what, what's the first thing you guys do in the morning? I don't know. Dude, I know what I che- do. Check this out. I used to get on my phone, but now, since I have trouble sleeping, I got all these weird taboo things that I do, like take my turn my phone on airplane mode and shut it off and keep it out of my room and I do the same thing with my laptop. Um, That's not so but it, it's kind of <laughs> it's it's kind of cool because when I wake up it's like I got to actually wake up and get up out of bed to grab that stuff so it I'm more productive at the start of the day cuz I can't just hmm. be on my phone in bed. Mm. For sure though. I will sit there for like 40 minutes. Like yeah. I need to yeah. be getting up and moving around or I'll, and then I'll be okay, okay, fuck, okay. Oh wait, wait, wait! Hold on. <laughs> you know what? I, man, I get tired of looking at pictures after a while, man. You do? Yeah. You, fuck, I don't care like about first, your Insta I, You know, I, I'm I'm guilty. I do like first thing in the morning. I like yeah. check my hundred text messages. All right. <laughs> 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 and then and then popular. <laughs> and then I get on Instagram, and then I get on Tumblr. Tumblr is the devil. Dude, Tumblr? I, Tumblr? I don't even bro. fuck with Tumblr. I don't fuck with Tumblr it Tumblr is... I'm not familiar with it even, really. It's <laughs> it's more of a picture. <clears throat> There's a anything sign. you want, you can find on Tumblr. Tell us about But it's just addiction. like, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes I'll just, you know, delete it. I'll just delete the app off my phone, and that helps me a great deal. And then you'll come back and be like, you know what? I need to, I need to <laughs> see <laughs> some shit right now. They, they and always you know what? Back. It's, it's kind of hard to stay away yeah. From social media, especially when you you're using it, you know, to just network with people, right, and right, stuff like that. Because I've missed out on gigs that way, right. Like people will hit me up in in like, oh, I got this gig, blah blah blah, or I got this tour, and yeah. I'm off of Facebook for a month, and I just do. Totally they lost. don't have your number. I get so fucked just... up so much, right, by that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to communicate with anybody anymore. Because if I want to communicate with somebody, I'm gonna text them or right. call them. Right now, everybody's like, it's like, uh, what? Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, some other WhatsApp, yeah, all this shit. This I'm like, the ghost one. I don't know who, Snapchat. how to talk to you or like how to get in you know, touch with you, you know? Yeah. I, smoke signals and no, shit. You know what? I think that used to be much. I reached out to Ricky on Facebook. That's, like, that's a lot. I mean, because like a lot of the musicians that I start, uh, that I bring on the show, some of them I don't know mm-hmm. in person. So I'll just go and be like, hey, I like what you do. Right. I do this. I'm not a weirdo. Okay. And then. <laughs> Sometimes every time, you know what's the worst though? Have you guys ever had this where you could see them that they saw your message and they just didn't respond? <laughs> like, you, you can't, man. I'm I'm one to say that that kind of stuff used to bug me so much. It used I'm, to. I'm real punctual about getting back to people. Right. I try to be, but I've learned in this new world, yeah. you cannot take that personal. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. And once you get rid of that, then you're then you're it's good. Fine. Right. It's a, it's a different it, it's, etiquette. Yeah. It's crazy because you know like the. The generation before us, they they haven't even caught on yet. <laughs> like right. I, my dad, he'll call me, yeah, and he'll be like, "Hey man, I called you." <laughs> I could see that. Like, dad. Yeah, I, saw, I see. Like <coughs> he'll call me like three times, and then 
I'm in a session or something, and I'll right. call my, hey, what's up, Dad? Right. Call me three times. That, that means it's something important. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I'm just checking on you, seeing you know, how you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't etiquette. do that, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't call me three times. Man. Your dad, hey, your dad you is cool as fuck. Bro. Oh yeah, my dad is cool as Jacks, bro. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. They just haven't caught on yet. Right, right. And yeah. that, that, you know what? My mom. It's so funny. My mom is starting to get into it. So she she's on Facebook, mm-hmm. and so she's always just she figured out how to send a text. <laughs> what what happened? That just. <laughs> Sorry, Tim that just reminded us of another story. But finish yours, please. No, it's just Your... my mom. You know, she'll just send silly things. Is he laughing? Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's dying, that crazy. Tim had to step away to, to take a laugh break. Yeah, you can laugh he on did, mic. He man. didn't want to blow up the. Mic. You know, what, hey. Tim, you got your oxygen tank. You good? You fill that up. <laughs> please tell me your story because mine is too. just. I can't. I, it's not. It's not my story to tell. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, this is Ricky, all you, bro. You take take the platform, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I guess I'm... You can I'm, leave names out of it. I'm oh. backed into her corner. <laughs> to her No. So... Oh, man. Mama, if you're watching, I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to start. So this is an award show. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Mom. Dude, so... This <laughs> is... I was just gonna say it's cute. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, it's like, cute, I mean, my mom. Like, here's the thing, man. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's really having a hard time with this. So, so my mom grew up in the Dominican Republic. Um, Shout outs to the DR. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back there. I'll be back there in December for my cousin's wedding. And there's also a music festival out there called Dominican Holidays that's hosted by Humphreys McGee. Oh, sweet. And it's the same. It's the week before my cousin's wedding. <laughs> so if if Humphreys, if you're out there, please <laughs> ask Bomb Squad to play at Dominican Holidays. Yeah, we come out. Because I already need to be there for my cousin's wedding. So that would be so, perfect. I mean, be I'm perfect. just trying to call. Do us a the, solid. Yeah. Book um, us. Humphreys, yep. please. <laughs> we actually opened... Uh, for talk, the the homies from talk, and which reminds me, I was calling your band talk, even though I knew who talk was, right? And knew that you guys were not talk. Struggle, and and I even made a bad pun. I was like, let's just have you guys a talk, T A U K, with quotes. Dude. And he was like, oh, my band's called Pumps, <laughs> but but I haven't changed my Facebook profile picture since we did the talk show with them. Right. So it just yeah, says you might want to you, you yeah. change that. Bro. It tripped me False out. advertising. We're not talk at all. Um, like and like I knew who talk was because I was gonna go with my buddy Gaddis. We were gonna go to that show. Justin Ga- gorgeous Gaddis. Gorgeous Gaddis, right there, baby. Boom, boom, boom. Um, he because uh, that was at the UCSD, right, or at the mm-hmm. loft or the loft, something. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyways, so I knew who talk was, and I knew you guys were not talk, and I still made a shitty pun. So, anyways, so what shitty pun? So hey, you, Ricky, about the story. Yeah, now. Okay. Well, well, we got off track. Not, uh, so, so anyway, no like, escape. I can remember um, when, you know, like my mom's English is pretty good. You know, she moved mm-hmm. here from DR, and like everybody, like on my dad's side of the family, always says like how amazing it was that. She, she moved here and she like learned so quickly but she you know she has an accent and it's kind of this cute like thing where it's like 
sort of like a Hispanic accent mixed with a New York accent because that's that's where I grew up, and um, so it it was fine. Like it's never been an issue really. Um, but once everybody started getting computers and a lot of things were done online, like with writing emails and stuff like that, and Facebook, <coughs> like for her. She doesn't have, like, she didn't go to school here, so she doesn't have, like, that grammar background that we all have, like, as far as the mechanics of the language. So, a lot of times, it's two things. In part, she'll write things and, and like, spell things phonetically, but how she would say it. Uh, so, that's where the struggle <laughs> yeah. comes in. This is, yeah. And <laughs> this is it. And uh, the story goes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you for the history, by the way. Of that <laughs> he's so, just trying not to get his ass beat by his mom. The setup. Oh, I love it you. was a good setup. It's a solid setup. So, <laughs> Let's hear it. so then, that's one part. And then the other part that I've noticed, because I've used her phone a, f- a few times, like to text some things, and this happens when you have uh, like different language keyboards on your phone like my mom has english and spanish and so do i but if you so when you toggle on an iphone between the languages the the one in between is the emoji so it's like english emoji spanish so if you're trying to get to an emoji and then keep typing in english it might be on the Spanish one. So then it starts auto-correcting and like putting things in weird <laughs> capital letters. So if anybody ever gets text from me with like things that shouldn't be capitalized in the middle of a sentence, it's the Spanish auto-correct trying to figure out what the heck is going on. So sometimes, like I've seen it on her phone, I'll write a sentence perfectly well in English, perfect grammar, and it auto-corrects to something really shitty. So... <laughs> So it's it's like a double whammy <coughs> for her. So then one one time I had this po- <laughs> posted some there was some picture on Facebook of me and my my dear mother as su- she's so supportive. She commented on my picture and she said, "I love you so much. Muy sweet hard." <laughs> <laughs> And I I saw that and I was like, Mama, no! No! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You don't realize what you've done. Moy, sweetheart. Like, I think I was in the car. Like, I think I was in Brian Teal's car Ooh. from the earful. It was like me, Brian, Omar. I think Tim might have been in the car. And I was like, dudes, dudes, <laughs> you got to look at this. And we all had a crazy laugh about it. So, so ever since then, like, I don't think it was right away, but that was like a joke for a while. Muy sweetheart. And obviously she meant to write heart, you know, yeah, yeah. but my sweetheart, right? Not hard. <laughs> yeah. My sweetheart. So, oh. so, that's so terrible. Dude. Oh, well, that's not so bad. Like, dude, she, not, no, it's bad. He has more. So, oh. so, so, so for a while, we just would just say movie sweetheart. That's a joke yeah. in reference to some things. And then I, I think it was Tim that just took, took the, Set the rest of it off and just started saying "mooey." Yeah. Mooey. So it, it was a. Uh, it was like me and Adrian. Uh, we were <laughs> we were on the road and you know just 
you know, when you drive from city to city, you get bored. So you just start making up stuff. <laughs> so we would just make up these weird Spanglish words, man. Like we would say, like, we would just use muy in the wrong spot. Right. Like, man, uh, that, I don't know. Uh, what is something we would say? Like, well, it's like muy is generally a response. <coughs> the way we use isn't, it. Anyways. Isn't it like muy like very or mucho or much? Or yeah, something? muy means. Like very yeah. or much, but the way we use it is like, it's it's never a negative. That's one thing. Yeah. Like you can never be like, well, I guess you could say that guy muy sucks. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we do. Then yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you would yeah, like, you would be kind of using it somewhat correctly, but you know you could also we also use muy as like yes. Yeah. So oh. if if you you know hey are you gonna be at the gig tonight muy muy. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he says it with it's swag. Acknowledgement. Yeah. He, he sw- says it with a nice flair it to it. It is so funny. Like when people, when we're talking amongst ourselves and people hear it, they're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Dude, These kids failed go. Spanish. Right, that doesn't even go. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like it's so super side eyeing us. But yeah, I, I use it for everything. And yeah. it, it's caught on to like like our circle of friends. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so well, yeah, if you ever moi. see these guys out and they're just saying moi in the wrong place, now you know. Yeah. The, you know who actually, it is. The, the chat that we have or the group text between our band is called Mui Bomb Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's gonna be the name of the album. Band chat, band chat fucking groups are the most ridiculous and most sometimes heinous and just and like confusing because, like, the thing I have a problem is is that they'll list like a sh- like a you'll get like a list of shows. Okay, here's the shows for the next run. Okay, and then it's just like stupid comments, stupid, right. stupid, yeah. stupid. Comments. Here's a picture of my balls. Whatever. It is. <laughs> and like, okay, no, no, no. And, then, and then like okay, so then you're scrolling looking for dates. Right. And like, it's just we had to like calendar right. We away. made two different December, groups. December yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had to make two different groups. One for shit talking. And one for fucking like business, business. Yeah. but the it's, it's never business. It's right. never nah. business as usual. It, it turns always, into the other chat. Yeah, all over like again. balls, balls, butt, balls. Okay, there's no balls. No one's saying balls, but you know you don't gotta lie, bro. Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> it's true. It's okay. It is okay. Hairy, hairy man balls. <laughs> Moy. Yes. Uh, exactly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. So is it? Do you guys got any like instruments that you wish you could play? Like. Dude, I wish I could play organ. Organ? Oh man! Yeah. If I played organ, I'd probably play. <laughs> you just give oh. up on drums. I'd, I'd nah. play drums, and then we'd still have Bomb Squad. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Nah, man. Organ is just like one of my favorite instruments. I grew up in church, uh-huh. so that's like one of the you know more dominant instruments. So yeah, totally. totally. The B three or the C C three or the A one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Man, <laughs> if I could play organ, I would. Ooh. I don't know what I would do. What did were you like one of the like four year olds who were just like pop and just hitting it hard from the Yeah. Ch- I, I it just always sounds bad, but like it's like <clears throat> fuck dude, the kids who came up in church, especially like Baptist church and stuff like that, fucking have such an advantage over everyone else who's like learning music, especially like in American music. Dude, this this guy was listening to fucking Tony Williams 
and Dennis Chambers like fusion shit complex ass music when he was ten. Well, yeah. And I didn't get turned on to any of that right. till I was like twenty, right. twenty one. Exactly. <laughs> so there it is, right there. Uh, I mean, I just gotta keep... give props to my pops though, because he exposed me to all that kind of music. What is he a uh, musician? Yeah, he plays bass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. So, yeah, yeah. At, a, at a young <laughs> age, he kind of like, dude. That shit is boot camp. I've I've yeah. played with a Baptist band mm-hmm. and like it's boot camp and because mm-hmm. soon as soon as like you know one of the deacons start going like you're trying to find the key yeah. and then they're just okay yeah it's an A foot everybody it's go like on the job training and Dude, if you mess amazing. up you get kicked off there's always somebody there <laughs> to take your spot yeah, it, yeah. it's pretty intense yeah. it was pretty Did you ever intense get kicked off uh tell us yes. those stories. I have got kicked off before yeah. by a drummer that wasn't as good as me. Oh, you were just not on it that day, or something. Yeah, or? I just huh? we had a guest <laughs> saxophonist come in and he was playing this fo- song, and I don't, I couldn't catch the time. I think it was in three four or something like mm-hmm. that. But the way he was like stumping his foot, I'm like, what are you doing, guy? <laughs> yeah. And everybody is it, this sucks. It's like everybody knows the timing but you. So everybody's just trying to clap and like, come on, brother, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I just got <laughs> off. I just got off. Yeah. And then this drummer, just, he wasn't as good as me, just got on and kind of killed. And then I was like, All right, never again. Never again. <laughs> no, I let them take me. Yeah. But it, man, growing up in church is crazy, man. You got to learn quick. Right. But yeah. that's, but also that's amazing because then you have like four year olds who are just like, you know, they're not the most amazing kids like murdering the scene yeah, but, but they like, have the foundation but you see it yeah. when they just you see them like pop out of their chair like, you know, <laughs> like that. i'm like oh my god that's amazing yeah. and i wish i had Jeez, that Jesus. but yeah <laughs> for sure though like that's palm sunday that was i mean jesus allowed you to do that that's amazing <laughs> swag you know but i that it would what when you were saying they kick you off, like in the church I was playing with back in Ohio, mm-hmm. they're just telling me stop playing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, they'll just, they'll give you. The, they'll either like be nice and like, all right, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. or someone, or, like, hey, or they'll just give you the hard fist. <laughs> like no, they won't even look at you. <laughs> they'll they'll look somewhere else and point the fist towards you. Like stop, you <laughs> right. suck. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that, I've, I've got that. Um, the the guy who was conducting um, the choir and the band when I was there was a nice guy, Philip J. Shout out, what what? Um, he was real cool about it, but yeah, he would totally just be like side eye, just <laughs> yeah. like no, nah, no, nah, you can chill out. And I was playing guitar, so you'd just be like, all right, cat. But it was cool. Like it, I learned so I learned so much in like the couple months that I was able to play with those guys than I did. Year of years of just you know picking stuff up on my own. It's right. just, it's amazing in your ear, like really your ear was where I got a lot of ear training just from. It's major ear being thrown under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> this is true, man. It's just here With you keys, go. like it's it's crazy. Yeah, like growing up in church, you get all like this random lady coming up singing a song and yep. you don't know what key she's playing in. Right. And it's funny, like the organist or the keyboard player. Yeah, trying to find the key. <laughs> and then after a while they get good enough there they their ear is so good they already know right and that's, you know. that's amazing to me and and it's still like it's, i still get amazed just right. like anytime i go and see it a, a band like that or like seeing seeing like a gospel band who are just yeah. outperforming that's just, it's amazing yeah. it's amazing it's yeah definitely one of my favorite styles to play yeah because yeah. you know obviously i grew up playing it but it's 
it's <clears throat> some of the most emotional music yep. you, mm-hmm. you could ever play or hear. You know, mm-hmm. I was just going to say that too, man. I, I'm kind of coming to gospel music way later in life. And I, I was, I think I was like first really exposed to it through my friend Jesse Audello because he used to play organ in church. And he's a sax player up in L.A. and here in San Diego bouncing back and forth. But when I first discovered it, I, like from the beginning, I was like, oh, my God. This is like all of the things that I love about music all in one music. This is amazing. Yeah, so. it's like you got super intricate changes. You got super like crazy chord changes. And like, right. what the fuck are they And I think do? like <clears throat> gospel musicians – or you know, people who play gospel are um, inspired by all kinds of music. Yeah, totally. So man. they just take that and bring it into the church right. house because they'll and rock out. Yeah, they'll and that's how you out. get like gospel. Gospel is just like a collection of you know all the music. Yeah, and 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 it's crazy, man. Damn, that's it's just like a history of music yeah. just going on in, yep. in these mm-hmm. yeah. churches. Man. That's why it's so Taking easy for some. Uh, <laughs> musicians who grew up in the church to adapt right. in in other situations. And how about right. the others? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a select few. Yeah, no, I've seen that where it's just like they're only sort of like their ear is only for that, and like they just yeah, because mm-hmm. that's w- probably all they listen. What to. what I'll see a lot too is um is uh they'll use their transpose buttons, lots of transpose buttons, lots of transposing. You know I you know if you use the transpose button, that's that's yeah. If it works for you, cool. Yeah, totally. But you're I mean, gonna get thrown in this situation where you're gonna be playing an organ or a a, 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 a piano. Not electric piano, just like <laughs> yeah, baby real, grand. Real ass and you're not gonna have a transpose button. You're no, gonna get slammed. No so, mood yeah. slammings. So <laughs> you got slammed one time with that. Do you? Why, did you, why would you put him on blast like that? Why would you do no, that? I, I could just leave it there. Uh-huh. And what was that? The you, not you, but you were you were playing. I think you were telling me a story. You were trying. You were playing bass. <laughs> and you were trying to follow a keyboard player's left hand. Oh, yeah. oh okay. You were on that gig. Yeah. So, yeah, they. Oh, they they transpose. They press the transpose button, and because I play, I play bass too. Yeah. Um, actually, one of my stronger instruments, and I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I, Tim actually got me the gig, and uh, it's like, cool. Yeah, we're doing some like kind of jazz gospel yeah. thing. I'm like, great. That's yeah, my jam. A little corporate hit. Yeah. yeah. Cool guys. Like everybody was great. Um, but the keyboardists, which uh, I had to like adapt quick because he he actually used the transpose button, which yeah. was funny because he didn't do it the whole gig because he would switch. Some. He would switch to, you know, just playing like any other key. Right. So I didn't know until it was a song that I'm like, oh, I really don't know this right. song. I'm looking. I'm like, all right, cool. Left hand. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> does not compute? Uh, bam, boom, boom. I'm like trying to check my tune. I'm like, do I this right? <laughs> it's like, is this drop D or no? No, I have a low B. So what the fuck is going on? Struggle. And then I realized, like, oh shit. Yeah. So I just close my eyes. <laughs> like, Here we go. Hey, dude, I was like, hey. all right, here we go. Hey, for all the bass players, when in doubt. Woo. Oh yeah! <laughs> like I did time. that like eight times, and that's all. 
do, 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 you do, know do. what, man? I, I think that is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Because every musician or every instrument has their little cop out little thing. Oh, yeah. For drummers, it's a cymbal swell, man. Like, when you don't know what's going on, <laughs> that's the perfect cop out. Like, yeah. For bass, <laughs> what about the guitar, though? Guitar? What do you, what do, you do? I don't know. You, you can, can do like a, I don't know what stop playing. I struggle. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know how to cover it. Just, it just sounds bad. Yeah, yeah. You just start dancing. Muted, palm muted, like chicken picking kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. That is too funny. Or just be like, oh, my. Oh, something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> my my pedal board, my amp. Dude, I've done that Turn before. I have done that before. Like, like, dude, that is so funny. Like, I remember one time I, I was going for like a some kind of feel or whatever, and I messed up. And it's it. I think it involved the the kick pedal, and. I just totally failed. I was looking down at the kick like, man, what is what is wrong with this thing? Like, come on, man. And everybody was trying to come up. Oh, is everything okay? <laughs> I thought you were going to say you went to the guitar. I was like, why is this guitar? Oh, <laughs> Tim has left the room again. He had to go Tim, outside to have a laugh left. moment. That's all right. <laughs> I mess up on drums, go over to the organ, Leslie. Man, this thing is really messing me up. Oh, that's stupid, man. They're hitting it like it's a fucking old TV. Dude, that is dumb as heck. All right, so, um, so what do what are you currently playing? In, like, Gear wise, yeah. Man, guitar-wise, I've actually been playing a PRS. It's actually Nico's PRS. Oh, nice. Nikki's now. Oh, yeah. yeah? We Very share good. it. Aww. it Nico is, is our benefactor. Aww. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's here. Yeah. That's nice, though. Yeah, pure it, homie number one. It was a guitar that um, he used to use in the first band that I ever played in, in my life. The, I didn't <coughs> end up playing in a band until I was 17 years old because I – I started about 14, and I didn't know, like, anybody that played drums or bass at my high school. So then I met Nico at a, at a party, and then I went over to his house to jam, and then his brother comes down and starts playing bass. I was like, <laughs> dude, we have a band? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we had a band? I can see you so excited. Right. I was so excited, oh. dude. But, yeah, it's it's his old PRS. It's kind of like, it's cool because it's sort it's of like CE a... the 20th anniversary. There you go. Ooh. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but it's it's like a cross between a Les Paul and a Strat because and it has the, the Strat body, right? Yeah, it's kind it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah double like cutaway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, like double horn. D- no, double. I love fucking PRS guitars, dude. They're they're amazing. I'm they're a fan. nice, man. Yeah. And they're like, fucking beautiful. The cool thing for me with the PRS is usually humbucker guitars. I mean, unless they're like Ibanez kind of like shred metal guitars don't have whammy bars so mm. with this one i can get the thicker like tones that you would get from say like the rhythm pickup of a les paul and have the whammy bar and since i love hendrix it's weird like i love hendrix <coughs> but i'm not super into strats mm. there are only like a handful of of strat players tones that i really enjoyed that are kind of more on the thicker side um but when i was started playing this prs it was like I could have the tone that I was used to, the humbuckers, and then the whammy world completely opened up to me. Mm. And so, I I mean, it's cool now. There's a lot of, 
of players that have really advanced the whammy bar technique. I mean, Jeff Beck. Yeah. I mean, st- starting from Hendricks, um, at, at least where I'm coming from, and then Jeff Beck really has his own thing. Um, and then there's a lot of guitar players in the gospel community that will use the whammy bar like with chords, which mm. is kind of a, like a nice... Mm. Sort of tasty get embellishment. Like, get like a little wave. Sound yeah, like or like so. Like you, there's like videos of this guy Jarius Mosey on the internet where he'll play a chord and he'll just like go ham on the whammy bar, you know. And that's a, a yet another style. But it's just yeah, I'm digging the PRS because it's opened up that whole thing, and I feel like that has been inside of me from you know, from when I started playing because I love Hendrix mm. so much and now it's like I can finally explore that. Channel it. Yeah, totally, man. So, the, yeah, PRS. Well, what uh, what kind of foot pedals are you using? Because I know you're making some noise up there. Man, so, like, the coolest one is kind of my secret weapon is the Digitech Whammy pedal. And oh, yeah, those are I pretty mean, awesome. Really made famous, really, by Tom Morello Tom Morello, from yeah. Rage Against the Machine. He's, he's the guy that put that pedal on the map. And I don't use it in as many different ways as he does i really mostly use the octave doubler octave down but it just mm-hmm. gives me like this kind of full it's i feel like when i hit that thing sometimes I, it's like i almost feel like i'm cheating because now i have two signals almost and it just is, is this nasty huge sound you know so i really love that pedal uh, you know, I have the dime bag wall, which is pretty cool. The dime bag wall, yeah. Which you wouldn't think, right? But I was surprised I, to see that. I just, I just came up is, on it. Is that it, the, is that the Dunlop? The yeah, camouflage uh, cry baby yeah, from hell. And funny enough, Al Anderson, the the lead guitarist for the original Whalers, also has a dime bag. Oh, wall. nice. And he he's not like a dime bag kind of dude. No, he's like a all. super bluesy, but he shreds super hard too, though. Um. So yeah, I got the Dimebag Wah. It's cool. Has a lot of flexibility. It doesn't get scratchy like other Wahs do. Um, a chi- the cheapest Boss delay you can buy, the DD3. I think I just traded an old roommate for some speakers that I wasn't using, and I have that. And that's just kind of nice to have on sometimes for like textural. I really want to get the um, El Capistan mm. delay. I've- Strymon. Okay, I wasn't sure the company, but I got a friend, this guy, Boaz Roberts, up in L.A., and he was the first dude that I ever heard use that pedal, mm-hmm. and he just got such a an amazingly sweet sound with that thing. It's captivated me ever since. I still haven't bought it, but it's Shit, definitely it's it's on the wish list. How much Three is of it? those pedals. Not of El Capistan, but they're... Oh, of that... Strymon Strymon makes phenomenal stuff, but it's... Do you, at a premium. Do you run? Uh, do you run your keys through uh, any? No, I actually have a pedal board for. I play guitar too, so I have. Oh, okay. A pedal board for that stuff. For dude, I'm trying to get rid of this fucking pedal board right here. This SKB. Oh, that's pretty big, dude. That's right. I don't know Man, why, but you want to like? I could borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're trying to make space in your studio. No, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to fucking sell it. Fucking for a hundred bucks. I mean, it has the power source on it. It's nice as fuck, but it's just like. Today, you know what I've noticed about what what we're seeing now today. Everybody's like amps are getting smaller. Fucking mm-hmm. everything's getting more mm-hmm. streamlined because no one wants nope. to carry the carry fucking shit. Yeah. double stack into a fucking little quick gig where you're just doing something yeah. quick. I mean, all you dude, all you need for if you're doing like little clubs is like a little fifteen watt amp that cranks. Right. You don't and because 
Now we have PA systems, right? right? They didn't have those back in the day <clears> as so much. You, so, so you need like you a triple stack. To have all these amps, and right. now when you even when you see these big bands, yeah, they got five amps, and one of them's on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The rest are for show because yeah, the rest of it is a cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Are, are you guys doing any recording, or what? What's the? You guys gonna have any releases coming up? What's going on with that? Yeah, we just started actually. Um, we just did our first. Uh, track what was it in February? We did. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Anderson. That mm-hmm. that's a tune I wrote in honor of uh, Al, Al Anderson. Anderson from the Whalers. Who who are you recording with? We we did the first one at uh, Citizen Recording uh, with Patrick Patrick Norton. I think is his name. Where's that? Shout out to Patrick. It's in um, La Mesa. La Mesa. La Mesa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on El Cajon Boulevard, like right by the Eight Freeway. Okay. Yeah, in Burlington and all that over there. Is, is it like a project zoo or is it a full-on studio? Oh, it's a full-on studio. Oh, that's awesome. It's dope. Nice. Great vibes. Everybody check it out. Citizen Recording. Citizen Recording. Is the, um, are, you, um, are you guys doing all digital or are you trying to get fancy with tape? Or what, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Try to keep it easy. Yeah. Keep it easy. Yeah. Especially for the first recording. It's it's more of like a, I always – any first recording for any project i had always kind of approach it as a pilot project mm, yeah, yeah you put too much into it like right out the gate unless you got you know the budget and all right, this stuff right, figured totally. out it's like look go in there just get your raw sound down tweak it a little bit but you know the musical speak for itself yeah so. for sure man so are you guys doing track by track or are you guys just doing live recordings of the live recordings and then some overdubs some if overdubs. needed. I'm, yeah, su- yeah. I'm super picky. So like yeah. the first song, the first track we recorded, I'm just totally scratching my drums and going back and re-recording them. Oh, really? Yeah. Just, yeah you're not happy with it? I was it? actually happy with my first take. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I listened nice. to all five or six takes. I'm like, oh, yeah, the first one. But <laughs> see, I'm, I'm less happy with the second one we did. I mean, I'm going to try to go in there and doctor it up with some fuzz and try to... But I might have to re-record some, or maybe re-record Recording's the song. Recording's a fucking bitch. Yeah, let's just say that right I'm, now. I, I feel that <laughs> shit. It's just uh, the what I've been hearing a lot now because of digital. Actually, I heard it from Jack White. I heard a podcast. You guys know what Tape Op Magazine is? No. Mm-mm. You guys should check it out. Well, if you guys aren't into recording, you're probably not interested. But it's like a it's a free magazine. Actually, everyone who's in recording should go and just sign up for their free magazine. It comes out bi monthly, and they just released a podcast. And so they they released a Jack White podcast, and he was kind of bitching about how like <clears throat> digital, because he only uses tape, an eight track tape. Not on that though, huh? Yeah, he's yeah. on he's he's totally he's he's totally on that tape shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he only uses eight tracks, and he's like, I feel anything after that is just sort of you know too much and you know i i, I don't everybody's got their own process yeah, exactly i feel like that's you know. one minute, but what know. he what, the point he made out of all that that i thought was kind of correct and, I, and I'm, I'm guilty of it is fucking depending too much on an engineer to fix your mistakes so mm-hmm. like it's kind of taking musicianship out of mm. recording this is, mm. this is totally true so man. i was yeah. like that's a that's a great point and i've told but fucking, I'm just like, oh, can you just like nudge that over? Right. Here? <laughs> two, Let's two, move on. Four. Next track. Let's go. <laughs> That's but, why, you know what? I stress to all musicians, like before you go in the studio, make sure you got your stuff in order. Yep. Because you don't songs written. Cause, yeah, the way you exactly. Want it time is money, man. Yep. Yeah. My my attitude is like, 
you use the engineer to fix the small cosmetic shit. Mm. But the musicianship is the vibe. Right. Like, if you ain't bringing the heat, then, then it's not going it, to – it'll be right. recorded as such. Right. So that's, you know – but, like, the, all the – I just finished recording with my uh, jazz trio back in, shit, January, hoping to release in the next – man – the next week, if BMI can get back to my ass, <laughs> BMI. Yeah, yeah well, I'm just I'm trying to f- do uh, release it on my own, so I'm just trying to get all the publishing and copywriting. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. and all that crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The logis- logistical stuff is a yeah. fucking nightmare. But um, uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, uh, I was in the with the engineer fixing up some of the cosmetic stuff, and it's just yeah. like one note or right. here and there. But the vibe is like completely great right so for me i'm like fuck that i'm not right well that's what's also amazing about digital is like fuck that we're do- we're doing that again bitch yeah, 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 yeah exactly for real man those fucking donuts are like i'm like an addict i'm just like <laughs> but i haven't eaten carbs in over two weeks so well dude there's two in there but Tonga took one bite out of each of them. So it I wasn't a bite. I pulled it off. It was a, a nibble. Oh, it's a sample. I saw it. It looked like a, it was in the shape of a bite. My bad. Purely sample. Okay, so um, I got a gig in Carlsbad at five, so let's play some games and call it a day. Cool. Are we going to. Uh... <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, don't let's scare you. It's just the music. Okay, so like we were talking about, it's uh, called. How much does it cost on Craigslist? And um, there's no, there's no winners. But we recently added winners because we're all winners. If you um, we're on the show. Um, if you guess dead on the price, then you get a pin off the wall over there. Yep. You get Mike Tyson punch out or oh, Nick is Nolte. Is that a crying no Jordan face? No wall, that dude. crying Jordan sp- face. Crying Jordan face oh, in space. Oh. Um, Cameron up there. Cameron's up there. George Costanza. Uh, Random knife on the wall. Not uh, my fucking president. Not my fucking, no bu- Muslim ban. Um, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, Grabbed by the pussy. All right. Oh, shoot. <laughs> There's some good stuff up here. <laughs> um, What'd so, you say? So I was, I was totally rudely looking up, because I totally forgot to prepare the games, but since Ed even brought it up to you, I just felt like I have to do this. Oh, yeah. I can't it's let, game time. I can't man. let Ed down. Cat Daddy. <laughs> cat Daddy. You can't let Cat Daddy Where did that come from? I started calling him that. <laughs> 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 Me. Just because he's just cool-ass dude, man. Cat Daddy. <laughs> okay. So basically, um, we're just going to go around the table. I'll, I'll read an ad. I'll show you the picture. And then you guys all take a guess. It's like the rules are like the price is right, but you can go over. But it's wrong. Um, <laughs> right. And it's whoever. $1, Bob. <laughs> And it's whoever is closer to the actual price, you get eliminated from having to guess. And then so whoever is left standing has to wear the mask till the end of the show, which <laughs> is right after games. So it's not that bad. Uh, no real losers. So, so uh, yeah, so there's no winners, just losers. And if you guess dead on, then you get a pin. So um, I'll get, let me see. Um and Ricky, sorry, I'm just putting out your name. So I'll read the first one, and uh, I'll show you the picture. Let's see. Uh, top storage. Oh, I'll read the thing. Cold Tech 70 inch uh, mega refrigerator refrigerator stored. Pre- Should you table. pick a different one, dude? <laughs> no, 
Do they just spell shit wrong? Refrigerator. <laughs> oh, refrigerator. Huh? I'm just an idiot. <laughs> A refrigerated prep table. So it's a cool prep table. So you can, uh, it's like a cooler. I'll show you the picture. All right. uh, it's top storage contains, <coughs> who cares? Pans included, easy to clean stainless steel, removable hood, and hinged flip door. Large bottom storage for bulk ingredients. Power cord plug included. Oh, wow. Now that's fancy, that picture. Sounds yeah. like a lot of stuff. The price is not. The price is not. The price is wrong. Right. Oh wow, that's a lot so bigger than like I was cooler, thinking. You know, like maybe something yeah. that they would have. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say a grand. Okay. I'm gonna say a uh, four. Oh, let's go around the table. Okay. Because right. <laughs> you don't want to give away your. All right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> your strategy is gave it. One dollar. <laughs> All right. Cool. Go ahead, man. What'd you uh, do? Let's go with two G's. Oh shit. Four fifty. If if Jeez. he if he. Says two G's. I can't also say two G's, can I? No. You, you, gonna, yeah, you can I'm do two thousand one or nineteen ninety nine. <coughs> bum, bum, Which now nine. we gonna party <laughs> like it's nineteen ninety nine. Step better, da da da. All right. <laughs> cool. You got the fist. Both the shirt fist. Got the fist. Dude. All right. Oh, um, too great either. <laughs> where, where where you at, Ricky? Nineteen ninety nine. I'm just All gonna. Right. S- I mean, fuck no, it. Prince right. never fails. Right. That's true. Prince never fails. Four tits. But he does die from drugs. <laughs> Actual retail price on Craigslist. Eleven hundred dollars. Oh, Nico. What up? Nico is out oh, of. He does not have to wear the mask. Ooh, and you're uh, really yeah. So he doesn't have to wear the mask. He's out. You don't have to get. You can still guess for a pin. I will guess for But a you pin. don't have to wear the mask. Okay. No mask so, for me. So, um, on this one, we'll start with Ricky and then go around. <coughs> All right. This is a antique oak hall tree. Huh. What? Yeah. A fucking tree. It's an antique oak hall tree with brass hooks, seat. Is that, that like some dominatrix? <laughs> <laughs> it looks weird. That opens the with botanist. storage below. Um beveled mirror uh street fair antiques oh they're just talking about their stupid shop so it's like uh it's like a chair let me get the full picture so it's like a throne dude it's weird it's like a throne with a mirror tim you want to look at this bud it's a throne with a mirror it's like a seat with a mirror just don't oh why would you need oh, a mirror if you're seeing down okay. on it? Yeah, it's an antique. It's an antique. <coughs> antique oh, seat. Uh, looks like a lonely chair. It's, it's a chair. It, I don't know. It, how did you it's just, a chair. Did you, did chair is did you just walking. hit on the chair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You got it? Have a chair. Have a chair. You really, is that going to tell you the price? He's, he's really soaking it in over here. Okay. So uh, let's start with Ricky. You know, what, how much? It's in, in <coughs> antiques out of uh, South Bay. Tree fitting. Los Angeles. Three fifty? Tree fitting. It's like a, tree. some kind of South Park reference. Yeah. Yes. Lockdown's uh, monster. Tim, you wanna five hundred. Go ahead, sir. Five oh one. Oh. oh. I know how to play this game. Five oh one. I'm gonna guess one grand. But you're Yet out again. I, no, I can guess for Let's a try pin. To get it for the pin. One grand? 
Yeah, for the pin. One, can. one grand. Wow. One grand. It's antique. Again. <laughs> okay. Sick. Hadouken! Oh, oh <laughs> yeah! <laughs> right. I love that. Sorry. Yeah. That was the wrong one. I love that. Uh, oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. Actual retail price on Craigslist. Eight hundred bucks. What? Hey, was, uh, what? Tonga. Uh, Tonga got it. Tonga no, got it. I, I guess the grand. Yeah, no, but, oh, but it's yeah. over. You're already out. Oh, yeah. oh, but I get a okay. pin now. So, so because you went five hundred one. No, you had to guess. You, you can't go bucks. over. Oh, I see. You can go over, I but see, it's whoever is closest. Yeah. yeah. And oh, he oh, okay. He was closer. But he has to but, get but it. Here he's already out. But I was. But he gets a pin then. No. You have to guess exactly how much it costs. So if he would have said eight hundred dollars. He so in got order it. to get a pin, you have to guess exactly. Exactly. There you go. There you go. We got it. So now it's a it's a face off here between Ricky and Tim. Fuck. So. <laughs> I ain't trying to wear that mask, bro. <laughs> Ed Kornhauser's mustache ain't on it. It's don't want to wear it. <laughs> Just a little background. That's been through about sixty episodes. Oh so. god. Sixty sweaty faces. <laughs> Dirty musicians. Sixty moist. <laughs> Moy. Um, Moy sweaty. Let's see. <laughs> this is a Portland Craigslist here. Oh, it's the Bev Doolittle. I don't know who that. It's an artist. What? It's art. Bev Doolittle. When the wind had wings is the name of the piece. Sick. Framed art. Uh, if anyone is interested in a professionally framed hand signed Doolittle, at a fraction of its cost. <laughs> Beautiful for anyone's <coughs> home. 58 inches long frame. So I will show you the picture, <laughs> which looks like a pile of like scattered poop. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. It looks like some rocks or some shit. I don't know. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> horses, yo. Yeah, you can't move stallions. it around. Are there horses? Italian oh, stallions, bro. Yeah, shit stallions, okay. <laughs> Let me see that. I didn't, I didn't go ahead, go ahead. <coughs> oh, that's actually kind of cool, kind that's of. Yeah, majestic kind of. as fuck. Kind of. <laughs> so it's um like is, weird. Is she abstract. a real artist or she's like, hi, I'm Bev, Bev Doolittle. Paid more money <laughs> now on yeah. Craigslist. Here, do we know if she's real? I think so. I, I think I, she seems real, man. I, she seems real. That seems like real art. Is she real to you? Not to Ricky. Who's to say? Oh, it's not I didn't real. Say anything. <laughs> what are what are? Don't the don't 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 quote me on <laughs> what that. What are the dimensions? It was fifty-eight inches long frame. That's all they gave. Okay. So fifty-eight inches. So, That's like um, as tall as me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we can either start with Tim or Ricky. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Tim, do the top. Come on, man. Uh, two seventy-nine. Two seventy-nine. Tim goes two seventy-nine. Ricky, this is her asking press. This, yeah, we yes. <laughs> the Craigslist price, bro. One fifty. What are the prices there? All right. For the mask. Can I change it? And no. <laughs> Once it's written, it is done. For the mask and for the dignity of the rest of the show. Actual retail price on Craigslist. Three seventy-five. Ooh, Ricky, wear that Ricky mask, bro. Sorry, Ricky. Yeah. Going out, this is for you, bro. <laughs> this is for you, Ed. All right, we're gonna take a picture here for. Take a picture for the website here. 
Who is that anyway? Regular. Um, this guy named Joe. <laughs> He's trying to sue me for that mask. Actually, <laughs> I can't really go into it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really blew it on that one because I said 150, and then I was like, "Wait, the dimensions were 58 inches? Fuck! It can't be that cheap." <laughs> oh, Tim, can you shut that door? Yeah. So we can get so we get a good pick here. All right, guys. Smile for the camera. Fucking peg, dude. Cool. Sweet. Can you send me those pictures? Sure. Thanks. Um, the so. <laughs> well, how can people find the band? How can people find you? <coughs> what websites and stuff? Go on. How are we gonna find your music? Facebook. Facebook Bomb Squad. Bomb Squad SD. Bomb Squad SD. Um, yeah, that's that's probably the easiest way to see it. Um, I put our gigs on my website as well when I remember to update it <laughs> promptly. Huh? So I'll do that now. Um and then yeah that that's probably the best way. When's your next show as Bomb Squad? Friday, uh, at the Loft. Um, we are playing the three of us plus we have special guest uh, Stephen McKinney playing bass and uh. Hey, shout out to Steve, man. Shout out to Steve. Very good friend of mine. (laughs) Um and Jesse Audello on sax and Willie man, what's his last name? Fleming. 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 On trombone. <laughs> Fleming. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the horns yeah. from the Surefire Soul Ensemble. Yeah. Oh, you guys are having those guys. Though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, tight. All heavy hitters yeah. um, themselves. And so, yeah, we're just going to... Wait, so aren't you guys playing with them uh, with, uh, at Winston's? We did like six Not months right ago. Yeah. I think it was their release. Their, oh, their, for their last the, Was it the LP? Yeah, out, yeah. It's called Out on the Coast. Man, yeah. that, which it, that which won uh, San, San Diego, Diego Music Awards. Yeah. So shout out to them. Tim. Congrats. Tim Felton. He came yeah, on Yeah, Tim Felton. You know what's funny about Tim is that when I first moved out to San Diego, his band uh, Genius of Soul... Uh, his hip hop band back in like 2007. I tried out on guitar for his his band, and like we didn't even realize it at first. And he doesn't even remember it, but he like came out to my house and he was playing my Nord, and and he was just so unimpressed with my guitar skills. <laughs> like it was just ridiculous. <laughs> but it was just funny. I didn't even realize that. Anyways, so that's it. That's the show. Cool. Um, yeah, sure. Thank you guys for coming. On. Oh yeah, no problem. Did we say the date? April. Uh, April fourteenth, Friday night. Oh, um, okay. So with Chugboat, Chugboat's uh, playing before us. Um, eight p.m. is the start. I think nine, nine o'clock. Doors o- doors doors open at show at, at nine and uh, at the loft, which is a venue on, on the UCSD. campus at UCSD. Yeah. Park in the Gilman parking structure mm-hmm. and walk until you get to the end. Then make a left, and w- if you see Poseidon peeing, then you're on the right track. Or you can just ask a random student uh, yeah, where the loft is or Price Center. Dude, that place is a, a fucking nightmare. Like, during the day, <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. This I, is true. I drove around for like a half an hour looking for parking, and I just left. I was like, no, this is my fucking appointment. is canceled. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of here. parking. Don't you worry, because it's on <laughs> a It's Friday at night, night, too. Yeah, it's on it's Please at don't night. get scared. <laughs> Don't yeah. scared. So by the time this comes out on iTunes, uh, that date will be long gone. But for anybody watching cool. Facebook or cool. anybody watches it later, that will be present. Can I get one Hadouken, please? Please. Hadouken! Hadouken! Oh, shoot! 
Alright, everybody. Be nice to your fellow man. HJ's for everybody. Have a good day. I have to go play music. Yeah. That's fun. Woo! Get it, get it, get it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Woo!